And I still believe that these problems can be solved. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me liberty or give me death. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. This is The Political Show. <laughs> Hey, 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 and welcome to The Political Show right here on Active FM, where radio has never been better. I'm your girl, Cynthia, but you know you can call me Gigs, and with me in studio we have... Gavin Enslin. Pastor Gavin Enslin, and... The Black Knight. The Black Knight, right here on The Political Show, where Christ politics is... Hot politics. Hot politics. But don't shiver as you say it. <laughs> it's very cold in the studio. It's really Yeah, but cold. we need to make sure the voices are fresh. Yes. That the signal goes straight to the computer that we don't have anything overheating. <laughs> Why would okay, now I get you. But we are in the middle of winter. No, not even middle middle. Are we in the middle of winter? This Roughly. is the beginning. We're getting into the middle yeah. of winter. We're it's in the eye cold. of the winter storm. Yeah, it's quite cold. But this week's hot topic, we are speaking about electricity in South Africa. Connected to Mozambique, Pastor Gavin, do you want to give a more brief explanation? Well, anyone that knows about South Africa will, and knows anything about what's happening in the country will know that in South Africa there's this term called load shedding. And um, what that means is the power utility, which is called ESCOM, is not producing enough power to power the grid. And so in order to prevent a blackout, they shed the load. So that means they'll shut certain areas of the grid down. So you'll get like these rolling blackouts. It does happen on a very organized and a very structured way. When your power's out because of load shedding, you know exactly, you know, what time it goes down. You, you know what time it's going to come back. And so, um, um, you know, that part at least they're very organized with. But um, now the president declared a state of disaster over the electricity crisis. And under the powers granted him by the state of disaster, um, he appointed a new cabinet minister called the Minister of Electricity. And the Minister of Electricity has announced this week a package to purchase power. I think it's going to eventually be up to 600 megawatts um, of power from Mozambique, which is our neighbor. And um, obviously the, the question goes in that the vast majority of Mozambique's power is produced by South Africa. So what that means is we're exporting power, electricity, via transmission lines to Mozambique. We've also got a joint venture whereby South Africa many years ago under the apartheid regime built a power station in Mozambique, a hydroelectric power station, and it was called the Korobasa power power station. And then obviously it, it was a joint venture because it's on Mozambique and land. But that still falls under, under ESCOM. So now what's happening is, although about 70% of Mozambique's power is produced from South Africa, we're now importing the power that we exported to Mozambique to alleviate the load shedding. That's the agreement that was signed, or that's the agreement that that they announced um, at the beginning of this week. Yeah, so that's what we're going to be speaking about. And we're also going to be looking at what Twitter is saying about that South African Twitter is saying about that. 
It's going to be an interesting show. As always, this is the political show where Christ politics is. Hot politics. Hot politics. Stay updated and stay entertained. And that's with them. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, LinkedIn, Spotify, Anchor, and everywhere else. Engage with us, like posts, comment, share them out, retweet, and repost. Spread the word. Spread the word. Active FM. Radio. 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 Has never been better. Better. So we are speaking about um, Mozambique and South Africa and the the power deal that they basically have. But before we go into detail with that, um, when we're looking at electricity, like Pastor Gavin mentioned earlier, ESCOM generates approximately 95% of um, electricity used in South Africa, as well as a substantial share of the electricity generated on the African continent. It sells to Botswana, to Lesotho, to Mozambique, Namibia, Eswatini, and Zimbabwe. So these are the places that uh, we Eswatini used to be known as Swaziland. Yeah. Yeah, so these are the places that uh, ESCOM sells electricity to. And now with that said and done, knowing that Mozambique is one of the places we sell electricity to, um, on the 13th of June, IOL released... Um, what is the word? Article. An article. Thank you. <laughs> On the 16th of June, I uh, released an article titled, not 16th, 13th. Um, SA has secu- secured an immediate 100 megawatts of electricity from Mozambique, says Ramakopa. Um, Which is the Minister of Electricity. Yes. And say South Africa has secured an immediate... 100 megawatts of electricity from Mozambique to be added into the national grid from as early as next week, which is this week, in a bid to an alleviate the intensity of rolling blackouts. This was confirmed by Minister um, in the Presidency responsible for electricity after meeting Mozambique's Minister of Energy and Mineral Resources, Carlos Zacharias, at the Union Buildings in Pretoria. The meeting finalized talks to secure electricity for South Africa to ease the frequency um, and severity of load shedding following a previous uh, engagement held in Mozambique, capital Maputo, a fortnight ago. Uh, Ramakopa said Mozambique had confirmed the 100 megawatts was immediately available to South Africa and could be ramped up to 600 megawatts in the next six months and 1,000 megawatts in um, in the long term, ESCOM and this is what the the minister says: ESCOM and its Mozambique equivalent EDM will sit and engage on outstanding issues. But what is important for us is that as we resolve all of the above, it's important that we are able to get additional megawatts on the grid. So, what are your thoughts on that? Obviously, knowing that we provide electricity, we sell electricity to. Um, Mozambique. So now we're basically buying back the electricity that we sell, meaning that we're going to be buying it back for more than what we sell it to Mozambique for. What yeah, are obviously it's going to get sold back at a profit. Yeah. Okay. So that's just the idiocy of the situation that we find ourselves in. And right now, probably in the short term, 
we don't have too much of a choice as a nation. Yeah. Um, you know, but the one thing I so I mean, obviously, for us to be producing the power, and the 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 the, the people whose tax money paid for all of this infrastructure, because I mean, it's the sovereign people who paid for this infrastructure, get load shed, and get power cuts. But the guys from these other countries, they don't get it. They've got power all the time. Now, I saw a stat this week, so I might be talking under correction. But something like 70% of Mozambique's power apparently comes from South Africa. Sure. So now we're buying that power that we've produced and we've exported to them. We're buying it back. Um, so obviously that, that's a bit of an issue. Mm. Um, now, the country obviously and Eskom also has contractual obligations with those governments. So I do see this as a short-term plan. But in the long term, they need to fix our problem. We have coal. We have an abundance of coal. We need to stop the climate change agenda. The climate change agenda is a religious movement. It's not a movement about science. It's not a movement about anything other than some people's religious views about um, tree rights and rat rights and you know the rights of all the animals and all of those sorts of things. Um, and they need to focus on the power stations. But now, I've also seen other reports that with the previous CEO, under the Rater, and mm-hmm. we spoke at length about the fact that he was causing tremendous problems, we believed, within Eskom. But I don't know if any of you have noticed, since he's left, um, we're starting to see a gradual improvement. It seems to me like a gradual improvement in the whole load shedding situation. Yeah. And, um, you know, that more and more I'm, I'm convinced that we were right, that he was a, a, a big issue. And But now what they're doing is that the, the top guys at Eskom are speaking directly to the managers of the different coal-fired power stations. Mm. And so the coal-fired power station managers are not going through like a CEO or a CIO or whatever. They're coming to these top guys like the chairman or whoever, whoever is like sort of standing in. They're saying this is the problem and he's saying fix it. Mm. And so now the guys on the ground are being empowered to fix it. They've chucked the green agenda out. And they've said the only way that we're going to get out of load shedding is to sort out our coal-fired power stations. Hmm. And as a result of that now, the the instances of load shedding and the stages have dropped dramatically. And we're seeing a lot more time where our lights are on. Unless um, I'm living in another country, so maybe you guys want to comment on whether I'm correcting my assessment that we seem to have a bit more electricity available, we seem to be a little bit less constrained mm. than we were, say, a month ago. Yeah. Black Knight? Um I think I think um obviously, yeah, the whole the whole situation um comes across as as dumb, obviously, because we're giving people then we're buying back what we gave away. But uh, maybe maybe obviously in contracts and, and whatnot, um that's how all of this is done because Maybe something is signed whereby we're giving these people this amount of electricity. But now, since we are in these um, constrained situations, we need some of that electricity that we've been giving to you. So, so now we need to take back what we've agreed on. Maybe that, that's how I also look at it. Maybe that's, that's what's happening. We've been giving these people X amount of electricity. And we haven't had problems, obviously, in the past. But now we... Obviously, because this is the big problem, 
the problems that we're having are, are created by the government itself so that's that's a separate issue from the deal and i, I agree i think i think this deal is going it's, it's a short-term one because if it's long term um it, it's not gonna the country won't survive from this and um and i also heard i don't know how reliable um the source that i that 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 i heard from is um but i do trust them <laughs> they're my family um that escom um got a got a big generator apparently they got a big generator that supports um um the grid um with, with some power and so so i don't know how 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 true that is but if that's the case it'll probably make sense why we're not experiencing so much um so much load shading but money is being spent i think what what where we should judge is look at the numbers and don't look at the situation because you might find that for us to have this situation there's a lot of money that's being spent so that at the end of the day the the whole the whole the whole coal business still happens because we shouldn't forget there's a coal business with with like top countries Italy Poland Ukraine and all of them they still they still those they still those deals that are still happening Germany being like head chief of of taking our coal already are uh, checked in like three last year yes last year in like the first five months already they've 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 dug like 40 percent of south africa's coal which was um a, a list of countries um but germany being like um um the the head chief of doing that and i think we've also spoke about it in, on the show when they were busy plant um planting something with germany i think we did cover that so i think i think obviously uh it's, it's a great move from from this dumb situation that we've, we've been put in so obviously uh yeah so the, the 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 situation i think it's great but it's dumb at the same time because if this was planned beforehand we were gonna know all of this and obviously now what was planned beforehand in my view it's my opinion eh, guys yeah I love my opinion, eh? Like that. <laughs> yes. I, I think the people that have been running Eskom were planning to implode it. I think under the writer's plan was to destroy Eskom. No. I mean, he took over within months. We went into stage. I mean, we had stage one, two, three, and four. Mm. All of a sudden, we were in stage six. So, um, you know, and all he was talking about was solar panels. Mm. Every time he gathers guys, he's talking about solar panels. He created like an environmental agency within Eskom. So, I mean, Eskom was being curtailed by department within, within house. Mm. Um, you know, so the thing is, this stuff didn't happen because of bad planning, because Eskom's planned. Mm. In fact, they, they were telling the government in 1998 already that they needed to start building power stations, I think by 2002, to cater for future use. Mm. So um, I don't think it's bad planning. I think this was, and, and it's much more sinister than that. Mm. Um, I think they were they were they were damaging the organisation on purpose. That's actually what I think. And now at the moment, it's being run by people who say, "Let's just fix the problem," and the solution is coal. I, I, I have a sense that one of the things they've probably fixed was this problem where our best coal is going overseas. Now I just wanted to mention one other thing. For those people not in South Africa, and maybe you've got full electricity, well, if you happen to listen from Germany, please don't get too comfortable <laughs> because Germany is busy shutting down their last nuclear power stations. That's why they need South Africa's coal. Mm. 
So Germany's going to be in trouble in the next four or five years. And many other countries are going to be facing what we're facing because your governments are busy imploding your power stations and they're not building alternative supply. And they're saying solar panels is going to do it. Solar panels ain't going to do it. They ain't going to do nothing. They're sanctioning Russia also. That's their big problem also because they're not getting call from them either. Which Russia, obviously, they also get call from us too. But that's Maybe, you know, those arms shipments. Maybe, maybe they brought coal and we transferred it from one ship to another so it looked like it's coming from South Africa. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, I agree though with what you said earlier in terms of the fact that load shedding has gotten better. Um, yeah, we've had, I think, was it Sunday where there was no load shedding? Yeah, we actually had a day with no load shedding. Yeah, <laughs> so it is getting better. And you, we, we, we went from having load shedding three times a day to now having it <coughs> Well, once. 11 and a half hours a day out of 24. Yeah. Now, we just, well, I'm actually disappointed when there's load shedding now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a weird feeling. It's actually true. I mean, yeah. you weren't even disappointed. Mm-mm. But you, also, with what you said, with, with how they've been professional with the schedule, I think we've always spoken about this. Yeah. You Even when it goes, yeah, you're disappointed, but you're like, okay, let me just wait two hours. Yeah. And then definitely in two hours, these guys Yeah, but when it's four hours, then you get upset. Okay, yeah, when it's four hours. And then, you're you're like, then you're on again for four hours, and then you're off again for four <laughs> hours. That, that's yeah. that's hectic. Can I tell you the secret of what I did? I would download four episodes <laughs> <laughs> of a series that I'm watching and watch it throughout. Was that during work time? No, oh. no, no. <laughs> no, that was during when I was at home. This is when I was at home because our Wi-Fi you need. But now we have an inverter. What What is that thing? It's called an inverter where you yes. can plug your Wi-Fi in and charge. Yeah, we got that now. So we're Inverter ready. or a, a USB? Yeah, I mean, uh, not USB, U- UPS. Not a Is UPS. UPS, uninterrupted power supply. No, it's, it's an, I don't know, I don't know these things. It's like this machine, like mini machine thing yeah, with and plugs, yeah, and, and stuff. I don't know. Well, it's either UPS or it's an inverter. Yeah, but yeah. it's cool. We have power. So both of them are like batteries. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so now with that said, obviously there's the side of the Black Knight who he's like, he doesn't see it as too big of an issue that we're buying back. I'm not, I'm not sure if that's what you were saying. No, no, no. Because that's what I got no, from it what is you an were issue. saying. I'm saying that it's a... It's a so well, which is the bigger issue? Stage 6 load shedding, yes, no power or, for 11 or half hours a day? You know what I'm saying. Or buy some power from Mozambique okay. in the short term? I understand. And, the, and, them, and I'm just saying the, the reason issue. why we're buying... Is probably because there's in the contract we've been giving them we, we signed to give X amount of electricity, but now we need some of that electricity that we're giving. And I think Mzambiko was it's fine. Like a, it's like a legal fund. Yeah, they were fine yeah. to be like, okay, if you, we can even give you, they said a hundred, they're gonna go up to hundred maybe. Six hundred or six hundred, we we can give you, but you're yeah. gonna need to obviously buy it back. Yeah. It's like we but did with the diamonds. You know, we, we do it diamonds, we give them to the US, and then they bring them back, and <laughs> we then we buy them in a Very million. bad spending <laughs> habits as a country. Yes, really bad spending yes. habits as a country. Because then that, I was going to say, does that not then affect something like this, the country's GDP? And the balance of payments, of yes. course. It does. Yeah. Because it, does. it adds to our imports. Yeah. And so I, mm. 
Now it's another thing that we're importing, <laughs> which we produce. <laughs> <laughs> so now on Twitter, a whole lot of people are also complaining about the fact that um, we're producing um, electricity for this country and now we are getting back not enough. A lot of people are saying we're not getting back enough power um, to help the situation and stuff. So what are your thoughts on that? We need to pay more. No. Now I've, look, I'm, I'm convinced because first of all, the, the generators that Black Knight was talking about, I think what he's talking about, they've got these diesel generating units. So it, it's actually power stations, but it's ones that don't run off, off hydro, which is water, or coal. <coughs> it runs off diesel. And if they run those things properly, they um, it, drops, it drops us two stages of load shedding. <laughs> so from, from what I've been able to ascertain, what's happened is they started running those diesel units which eliminates two stages of load shedding, which is usually beneficial for the economy. And then also, they're fixing the problems on the existing power stations and getting them up to speed. I mean, we've been sitting with a situation where way more than half our power generation capacity has been down through breakages and stuff. And many of these breakages are caused by, um, uh, you know, bad quality coal. We've discussed that before. And also, if you have a problem and you don't fix it, what happens to problems you don't fix? They get worse, they cause more problems. So all I, I think they're doing proper maintenance. <laughs> get the stuff we got to work. <laughs> Stop telling me, like under the right would always say, our coal mines have reached end of life. And I would want to shoot him. <laughs> what do you mean end of life? Like end of your life, yes. Let's just take you out of the picture, you know what I'm saying? Now he's written his stupid little book and all of this. And, and as far as I'm concerned, the writer said he, he, he needed to flee the country. Mm. He must flee the country. I don't want him to live here. Yeah? He's a traitor. Mm. You know, if, if I mean, he should be he should be in front of the Supreme Court for treason. Mm. In Andre, that Anastasia. Andre the traitor. The traitor. <laughs> Let's give Black Knight a big round of Can we, producer, please, can we have a round of applause for that one? Andre the traitor. <laughs> in fact that's what we should call the show <laughs> Andre the traitor oh sorry <laughs> I thought that you were still going to continue yeah so um, yeah, what so do you think I was just speaking to you <laughs> <laughs> no what is that everything I'm saying is what no because Black Knight like stopped was uh, spoke over you like halfway through what you were saying. Nice so so <laughs> he, he decided to say that. Um, but uh, what's this? President Cyril Maposa acknowledged the in a, his weekly newsletter. He basically acknowledged the frustration and impatience and impatience of citizens uh, due to the no, whole situation. <laughs> no, no, I don't, I don't, no, no. Sorry, I can't. I, I can't accept it. Yeah, <coughs> I mean, he's saying the same rubbish about Hamanskar mm. with the water that we spoke about yeah. last week. Yeah, and, and I'm sorry, he's like uncaring and unfeeling when he says this. And he's the man that appoint, that appointed the writer. Mm. So he's whatever the writer is guilty of, Sir Ramaphosa is guilty of, and he says now he's telling us we must be patient. Mm. <laughs> now, how patient have South Africans been? Eish. Eish. Uh, I, I don't understand these people that are in positions of power. And then tell the poor guys that have to suffer under your stupid decisions. Now you tell those people we must work together and be patient. Sorry, guys. You, like you just freaked me out there. <laughs> uh, but he did also acknowledge the good work that um, the Minister of Electricity is doing. 
And he what about the power station heads? What about the guys that are working at the power stations? Yes. That are being listened to for the first time. Yeah. And not having some bureaucrat come and smash their ability to do their jobs. Yeah. And then in the media, you bad mouth, you, you bad mouth these same people. Mm. So, so what about them? The only thing that, you know what the Minister of Electricity has done, and this is what I've been able to ascertain, even <clears throat> you know, through sources at, at Eskom, is he's actually listened to the guys on the ground who do the work. Mm. You've, got to, you've got to have this power station working. That's yeah. all he's done, which that's pretty good leadership. And you know, even if it's a semi-good, look, if you have a semi-good leader looking after things at Eskom, things are going to come right in my view. The yeah. people are so good there, and they get such a bad name for no for no reason. And it's the politicians who deserve the bad name. And it's not just the African National Congress. It's not just Ramaphosa. It's the whole Parliament because none of them spoke about the truth of this matter. Yeah. And 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 the truth is there. Now, now we're starting to see the evidence of it, yeah. you know, coming out. Yeah. So um, I actually feel he's insulting all the people there. Yeah. Yeah. In Proverbs 14, verse 28, it says, A growing population is a king's glory. A prince without subjects has nothing. What we've seen now from this Eskom thing, and I'm telling you now, I'm utterly convinced that most of our Eskom problems have been caused by the climate change agenda. I, 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 I want to go on the bandwagon and I want to tell people unequivocally, all right, that I don't think a warmer earth is a problem. Uh, there's there's been many studies that I've seen that the warmer the earth is, the more food it produces. Okay, so in other words, if the temperature rises, the temperature rises obviously to a point, Mm -hmm. (coughs) there'll always be a limit, but the kind of temperature rises these guys are talking about is actually going to create greater food harvests, greater yields, you know, of and and, and you're going to have greater biodiversity with the animals, you know, all of that sort of stuff. One of the things that I've seen is that, and, and looking through history, the colder the earth, the less living things you have. Hmm. Right? I don't know if you agree. So this whole climate change agenda is actually a religion. It's actually a religion based on the religion of evolution. And people need to call it out for what it is because now you've got real people suffering real consequences due to inept decisions that are being made with people who are focused on solar and wind. And all these so-called nature lovers that want to create all these electricity wind farms. Guess what? Those things are killing birds. So at the end of the day, um, you know, how much of a nature lover are you really? Mm. Or are you saying all life on earth is bad? You know, some people are saying that. So basically, the way some people talk, it's like this would be better if, if, if this place was like Mars. Hectic. All right. I've, list, I've literally heard people in the last two or three years on CNN saying, that trees are bad for the environment. Hectic. No, literally, I couldn't believe it. Sure. I could not believe it. And um, <clears throat> now that's the same there with the whole thing with abortion. If you think about the abortion argument, it's a woman's right, you know, all of this sort of thing. Now, what's happening in the world where abortion's been rough? You look at China, you look at the Western world, um, their population's declining. Now, when your population declines, then what happens is after a period of time, your, you, you, your, your things begin to contract because people are building up these businesses, they're living a certain lifestyle. All of a sudden, they can't sell their products anymore. Why? There aren't enough people. And what we're actually seeing in the world that has pushed abortion is that the economies are in trouble. And many times, and it's not been discussed in the media, the economies are, are in trouble because their populations are decreasing. I mean, China's going to have a big problem in a few years. Mm-hmm. And, and what happens is, if your population contracts, now less people are buying in the market, 
you, you, you can end up with a situation that's the opposite of inflation. It's called deflation. Where prices start dropping because there's just no one to buy anything. Mm. And you, that starts happening across the, the economy. And um, that can have very bad consequences. Mm. And um, this, is, this is the risk that we're sitting with now. Because every sin, everything the Bible says is sin, there's an economic cost to it. There's just the universities don't study it. But everything that the Bible says is sin. I'm telling you, somewhere along the line, at the end of the day, there's an economic cost and there's an economic price to pay. And so we're seeing many parts of the world now are starting to see the initial fruits of their labor where they're paying that initial price. And that's why they're having to ramp things up with credit and they're overextending themselves because they can't sustain their economies due to the fact that their population has begun to, dec to decline. So... What, what has made China the, 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 in many ways, number one nation in the world? It's been the fact that their population is so big. Okay? And if you can get a big population moving, you have incredible growth. But the thing is, what's happened now, and I think officially this year, is that the, the Chinese population is no longer growing. Mm. Their population is getting smaller. And this is as a direct result of their one-child policy that they had for many years, where if a couple had a second child, they were forced to have an abortion. And uh, I think there's going to be big negative economic consequences in the future for China as a result of this. I just don't think anyone's talking about it. Mm. I think India is probably the, the nation now with the biggest population because mm. we haven't seen the same level of abortion in India yeah. as we have in China. And, and, uh, and so that just proves when you do it God's way, it's the best. Yeah. So let us know your thoughts on our social media platforms. This is your girl, Cynthia, but you know you can call me Gix. With me in studio, we've had... Gavin Insulin. Pastor Gavin Insulin and... The Black Knight. The Black Knight, right here on The Political Show. On Active FM, where radio has never been better and Christ politics is... Hot politics. Hot politics. you heard it's the netflix of radio radio become part of the active fm family today go check out more of the shows and chat with us on our social media platforms it's more than just a radio station with amazing content we are Active FM. Share your thoughts with us. Send in your questions or simply tell us what you love most about Active FM on our WhatsApp line. Radio has never been better.